0: The rational faculty of being able to understand the world around us, the world around us, the world around us, and, the world around us. and it's, it's one of the most amazing things that you're going to see in the, phys- in the physical world around us. But despite the fact that it, ca- it has the ability to do so many amazing things, together with this we find that the rational faculty of a human being has the ability to be deviated, to be taken off course, to plot and plan certain unimaginable things that have things that have occurred as we've seen as we've seen throughout human history and so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's gift, gift that he gave us from the inception the inception of mankind on this earth was the gift of the anbiya alayhi wa wassalam that the anbiya alayhi wa as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the quran they came equipped with two primary arrows in their cover so to speak and that was, Bilbayyinati was Zubur. That the Ambiyah came with clear proofs and evidences. So they came with miracles. So the different Ambiyah came, and through these miracles, the recipients, the people that they were addressing, were able to realize beyond any, any measurable doubt that these people were from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. ta'ala. And together with this, they came with Zubur, scriptures, scriptures. That this scripture, scripture is the direct act Conversation of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, Allah Taala with the recipients of the message, the message of the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم. And if we really just take some take some time to think about think about these miracles or the miracles or these messages messages, we'll we'll find that it, the miracle was lim, was, lim, was limited to the time of the the time of the the time of the, the, time of the Nabi. Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. When he split the Red sea, for the Red Sea for those who were there, those who were there to see it, it was an amazing miracle. But but, but for those coming after, they could only hear about it. They could never witness it. And the scripture, itself, 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 itself of the previous ambiya, many of them were lost to the ravages of time, and not a lot of it, it remains for us to see. For us to see. For us to see today. And understanding, understanding this will provide a back, provide a back, provide a backdrop. For, un- for us, for us to, un- for us to, un- for us to understand the unique nature of the, of the, of the Qur'an. That number one the, one, the Qur'an is the message, is the message, is the message of the final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and so it, and so, it, and, so it, and so it, and so it will remain till the day of Qiyamah preserved and untouched, right, right, right. right? And together, and together, and together with this. The Quran has a, Quran has a dual, na- dual, na- dual nature in the sense that, in the sense that it is Zubur, it is scripture. But it's, but it's also, bay- but it's also being naat. Naat. Meaning it's, it's all, it's also a miracle of Nabi, a miracle of Nabi, a miracle of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So it functions, so it functions, so it functions, so it functions as a, as a scripture and, and as a miracle. So just as the scripture of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Quran is the Quran preserved till the end, preserved till the end, preserved till the end of time. time. So too is the miracle of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam preserved till the end of time, open, open accessible. For anyone, for anyone to look at it, for anyone to get it, for anyone to get it, for anyone to marvel it, for anyone to understand how, understand how amazing this is. And so when we, uh, and so when we, uh, and so when we approach the Quran like this, with this, with this, when we come to the Quran with this understanding, that yes, that yes, on the one hand, it, it, it is more, it is more, to more, it is, it is a guide, guidance, a guidance and admonishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for, taala for, for human beings. It is, just it explains every fundamental thing that a human being needs to know. on the one hand on the one hand. But on the other hand, it's also a miracle, miracle that has the same potential to change a human change a human a human being's life. Just like the like the, like the miracles of the previous Ambiya. So imagine Musa Ali is challenged to a contest between the source between the sorcerers, between the sorcerers of the time of Firaun and between and between and between him. And the sorcerers come to this gathering, this gathering with the sole intention, perhaps as we see in the Quran, the Quran of getting close to, 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 Fir'aun, to Firaun, of maybe getting some maybe getting some maybe getting some money. They come with this understanding to the contest. <coughs> but after having, having having witnessed the having witnessed the miracle of the messenger of, of, of the messenger of the time, Nabi Musa Nabi Musaali, Nabi Musa, alayhi, time, Nabi Musa, alayhi, time, Nabi Musa alayhi, what happens is these 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 same people who came there with the with the with the intent with the intention to defeat the messenger, they ulk sahara to Sajidin, they are thrown they are thrown into Sajdah after having after having witnessed the miracles the miracle of the of the messenger. And they reach such 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 a level of yaqeen and yaqeen and Iman threatens them, threatens them, threatens them after that and says I'm going to, going to kill you, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to crucify you, I'm going to do this and this and, this and that to you. They say, qal, they say, qal ul a bairir, ila Rabbina mun qalibun, ta'amun qalibun, ta'amun qalibun, ha'di hayat dunya ha'at dunya We don't worry about you, we're going to, going to, going to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have limited, you have limited authority. They reach this, they reach this, they reach this level of yaqeen, of yaqeen, in, in, in a matter of moments, simply by witnessing the, the miracle of the Nabi of their time, right? And so when we understand, and so when we understand that The Qur'an has this nature. It's nature. nature. It's the miracle. The greatest miracle. The miracle of of our time. And it it has the ability ability to change your life, change your life, change your life, change your life in in seconds when you truly understand it. Then we're going to look at it in a completely different light. Then we're going to... Then we're going to understand it as the, tangi- the tangible, the tangible, existent miracle, miracle, miracle of our Nabi that's there for us, for us, for us to access, you know, at any time. And if we look at how Sahaba radiallahu anhu approached the Quran, the way they treated the Quran, the way they looked at learning the Quran, at learning the Quran, we'll see that they, they understood, understood it in its correct, correct light. If we look, if we look, if we look, at Ibn Mas'ud رضي Anhi says that that when we that when we used to learn the Quran with the Quran we wouldn't go go past ten verses 10 verses 10 verses until we learnt those verses those verses we learnt we learnt the maani the maani the maani the meaning of those verses we encompassed what Allah, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa taala wanted us to know wanted us to know from those verses we made amal on those well on those verses. And then we carried on carried on to the next ten verses. If you look at look at look at, look at Ibn Umar radhiyallahu says, whenever we learn, we learned the, the Qur'an, we learned what, what Allah subhanahu wa taala wanted from us in those verses, the halal, the haram, whatever whatever Allah subhanahu wa taala was commanding us, us, commanding us, what he was prohibiting us from, prohibiting us from. And, and then only we would move on to the next set, on to the next set of verses. Therefore, you see, no It took him four years to memorize, to memorize Surah baqarah because this was the way they internalized, internalized, internalized the Quran. This was the way the Sahaba, the Sahaba, the Sahaba, the understood, that you had to approach the Quran. If you look at the society, the society that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had, had set up, had set up, had set up, had set up with the Sahaba, anum, it was a, it was a, it was a society that was steeped in Quran, Quran, Quran. That each Sahabi knew, that knew that I knew this. I know this much. Of this I know this much. Of this I know this much of Quran. This person knows more. Pre- or preference, or preference was given to different Sahaba, sahaba based on how much Quran they knew. knew. And we see this when multiple Sahaba were being buried in one grave, one grave, that person who knew more Quran was, given, Quran was given preference. That means everyone understood, 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 I know this much Quran. That person knows more, knows more. person knows more than me. Quran was a way of gauging this person's level in society. If we look, if we look at, in the time of, time of Umar, time of Umar Allah mentioned in Sahih Muslim, Muslim, that he was Muslim, that he was questioning one of his one of his governors as to why 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 he had appointed so and so in, in charge of in charge of a certain place, and so this, go, this, go, this governor tells Umar the Allah that you know the Allah one that you know what this, this person is a freed slave slave slave. So Umar says, but will he have it will he have it? Will he have the capability to rule this place, this place if he's a freed slave? And the answer, the answer, the answer that his governor gives him is not him, is not him, is not that, you know, you know, this person is extremely, is extremely, is extremely intelligent, he has this qualification, he has this experience. The answer that this person gives, 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 gives Umar, gives Umar radiallahu anhu, li kitabillah. That he is not a qari in our sense. Qari in our sense. Qari in our sense. Meaning, he understands the Quran. The Quran. The Quran. He knows the Quran. The meanings of the meanings of the Quran. He has imbibed them in his in his life. And therefore, de- therefore, definitely, therefore, definitely suitable to lead, lead and govern any, lead and govern any, lead and govern any, and govern any area. And we find that um, we find that um, we find that Umar um, when he hears this response, response, he approves of it, and he quotes a hadith, hadith, hadith from Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he and he says that, and he says the Nabi sallallahu alaihi Nabi sallallahu Nabi sallallahu wa wasallam said, inna l- Inna Allah yarfau alkitab kitab kitab, kitab, kitab aqwaaman. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will raise raise to great height people and nations, people and nations, people and nations. Because of this Qur'an, because the Qur'an, because the Qur'an, because they accepted it, they acted upon it, they put it into their life. And He will demote or He will put down people. people. Because of the, because of the neglect of this, of the Quran, of, 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 of this Quran, of the because of this Quran, because they have left the people and, they have left the people and nations because of this, nations because of this, nations because of this. And this immersion in the Quran, the Quran, the Quran, the Quran, that the Sahaba, that the radiallahu anhum had, we find, we find this positive manifestation, manifestation of it on an individual level, on a societal level, such that in the Arabian peninsula where there exist, existed no empire prior 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 to that, within 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 decades this place this place had be, this place had become the source of the, the, the empire that was the super the superpower of the time. It had produced juice scholar, scholar, scholars that were unrivaled in that in that time in that time. In that time. It had produced it had produced peace peace and justice the world had never seen before that before that. And Syrians knowledge, 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 knowledge is the same. Karen Armstrong says, says it is hard to, it is hard to, it is hard to explain how, an, how an empire with this level of functioning suddenly, 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 basically, basically, blossomed up the Arabian desert, where Arabian desert, where Arabian desert, where nothing was known to exist before. And, and so, when the Quran, when 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 a, when when a society society was created created created, that was intertwined with the, with, the, with the Quran, we see the results that for a millen that for a millennia that for a millennia Islam had complete 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 global dominance in every every sphere every sphere around the world. That despite that despite that despite that despite the different empires the different empires that came that came that came and went. Despite the enemy, enemies of Islam that, that were that were, attack, that were attacking, despite the, de, the deviant groups that were trying to destroy islam destroy Islam from within islam, islam was the global super superpower with a the, the superior, the superior moral code with a superior moral code and its pristine, pristine preserved religion and every, and everyone in the world muslims and non muslims and Muslims alike acknowledged that and an interesting way that you know we can we can gauge we can gauge this historically in, a, in, a, in around the 15th century century. If you, look, if you look on the border of Texas and Texas and Texas and Mexico, there's a city there. It's called Matamoros. and this and this and this city was named in around the late the late the late 15th century. And the and the and the, the name of the city means 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 Muslim killer killer killer. The people who who came from, who came from Europe and took these lands these lands these lands. They could only, they were so in awe so of Islam, they were so overtaken by the fact that Islam, Islam was superior in every single way, way, way that they could only measure, measure themselves, in light of Islam, Islam, Islam. And we find that at the same find that at the same time time Christopher Columbus we all, we all learned we all learned about went to get spices, spices, from, spices from Asia and things like that. When you when when you read his actual writings, actual writings, the re- reason he travelled eastwards was to, to get help to defeat Islam and to Islam and to remove Islam and to move Jerusalem from the hands of the Muslims. That the entire world world in that fifteenth 15th, 16th, 16th century, all of, all of the major events that took place, the protest, the protestant race, the protestant revolution, etc., they, they were in response to, to, to the global dominance that, that Islam had exerted, 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 exerted throughout, the world, throughout the world. But then, if you fast forward about 420, 420 years, to the early 19th, 19th century to the early 20th century you find find that everything now has changed, changed. That, that, the, that the ottoman empire is is the is the, sick, is, the sick, is the sick man of europe that the the, the, the Mughal empire has been subsumed by the british empire british empire that the mamluk empire has been destroyed has been destroyed has been destroyed by napoleon and the, muslim, the muslims around the muslims around the world at this time are in shock and, and, and ulama are trying their best are trying their best to revive, revive the muslim empire to the or, or heights that it was that it, that it was and we find that at the at the forefront of, of this were the ulama of the Ubans and in particular, Sheikh ul al-Hassan, Rahimahullah. And, and Muhammad, Muhammad, was, trying to, was trying to accrue or, to Ottoman help to remove the British Kish from, from India. And in doing so, there, there was an interesting event that took, event that took place known as the Silken letter, conspir- letter, conspir- letter Conspiracy, which implicated Sheikh Mahmoud al-Hassan. And because of this, 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 he was then imprisoned, imprisoned in Malta. And for three years, from 1916 till early 1920, he was there. And in that time, Sheikh Ulind wasn't an ordinary scholar. He was someone who knew the Islamic sciences inside and out. He was also someone who was, one who was well acquainted with the politics of the time. He was well acquainted with Islamic history and world history, history and world history as a whole, as a whole. And after having those years in prison, he comes out, out, in 1920, the same year, in 20, the same year in which he passed away. And he addresses a gathering, and he basically, basically diagnoses two reasons for why The Muslim empire or the Muslim world has declined the way it has And the first reason he gives, he says Is the disunity that you find amongst the Muslims That's the first reason he gives The second reason, which is more relevant to what we're discussing today Is the fact that that, that the average Muslim has become completely disconnected from the Quran this was the second reason that Sheikhul Hind gave. That yes, we find Alhamdulillah, yes, we are reciting Quran, we are doing all of these things, but how many people are actually connected with the Quran? How many people know about the know about the Quran? Know what Allah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is telling telling them in, telling them in the Quran? And Sheikhul hin felt that if we could reconnect to the Quran. If the average person, if every single person could reconnect to the Quran, could use this as the blueprint, obviously understanding it in the way it needs to be understood, then the Muslim world will see the revival that it saw at the time of the Sahaba radiallahu anhu. And in order for us to reconnect with the Quran, we need to, we need to understand why it's so important in, in, in our in our lives as Muslims. If we don't understand this, we won't have that need to reconnect with reconnect it. With. And so I just want to mention, 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 mention in the next few, few minutes, Three reasons why we desperately need to read, to reconnect with the Quran. With the, Quran. the first is, 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 is that is that the Quran is life changing. It's miraculous, and we spoke about the surahs at the time of Musa a.s. How, Musa, how their life how their life how their life changed in an instant. But we saw the Quran we saw the Quran doing the same thing with Umar, same thing with Umar anhu, who set out to destroy Islam and he turned around becoming the strongest of Muslims. We saw the same with Najashi radhiyallahu he was a staunch christian but upon hearing the quran his entire life changed and throughout the history of islam the quran has had this has had this effect and, and the quran and the Quran is miraculous, is miraculous in nature, if only, if only we understood his, we understood its miracles, it will increase our yaqeen and it will allow us to con- convey the message to non-Muslims in a, in, in a way that's irrefutable and undeniable. And the Quran is miraculous, number one, because of its eloquence. Even if we can't understand a word of Arabic, we can understand this how. Because even a non-Muslim will tell you that at the time of Nabi Sallallahu the eloquence of the Arabs was, was, was at its peak, was at its peak. How do we know this? Because the Seven Hanging Odes and Muallaqatu sabr was written just around that time or prior to that. And this, that. And this is what's studied in universities today. The average historian will tell you that the kuffar of Makkah wanted nothing more than to destroy Nabi sallallahu wa wasallam to destroy Islam. And the Quran puts out a challenge to these, challenge to these people. They just produce people. They just produce people. They just produce people. They just produce, that just produce one, cha, one, chapter like it, one chapter like it. And, and despite the fact. That all they had to do was come together, was, produ- was produce this chapter. Historically, we see no, see no ever, see no ever, see no evidence of anything like that. Anything like that. But historically, what do we see? They tried to destroy, to destroy Islam with persecution, with torture. They sacrificed their wealth, their wealth. They sacrificed their lives. In the end, they lost their women, their children. They lost Makatim Mukarrama. They lost all of this here. Instead of just trying to bring one chapter that could match the Quran, and the Quran records. The statements that the Kuffar would make because of the devastating effect that the Quran had on the people. The, the Quran re, uh, records, The Kuffar was saying, don't listen to the Quran. Make noise when it's recited, noise when it's recited and try and drown it out. Otherwise it's going to, otherwise it's going to overpower you. We see Walid bin Muzira when he's trying to Think about what are we gonna to, gonna to tell those people who come to, to the Arabian Peninsula for Hajj for business and they're gonna hear this Qur'an. How are we gonna explain this miracle to them? And he, and he says the only thing I can think of is we're gonna tell them in illa yu'thar. This is just sorcery, there's no other way to explain. And the eloquence of the Qur'an is something that we all of us can understand. Because we know that the Quran was revealed over twenty three years. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says an event would occur. Someone would ask Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam a question. People, there would be a situation that needed addressing. Quran would be revealed for that. A verse from Iqra, some verses from this surah, some verses from that surah. Eventually Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and wa puts it all together in a cohesive, amazing book that we read today as the Quran. But despite the fact that it was revealed in different times, for different places, on different occasions, when it's put together, we find an amazing structure within the Quran. Just as a quick example, if you take Surah Baqarah, Divided into the nine themes that it has, you find the first theme and the last theme are the same. The second and the second last are the same. The third and the third last, third and the third last is the same. An amazing ring structure is formed within a surah that was revealed over so many so many years for different different occasions to answer so many different questions. You find the same thing if you look at ayatul kursi, kursi, you find this ring structure, the first statement and the last, the second and the second last, you find it within that. If you look at one statement of the Quran, statement of the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about the orbits of the planets, talking about the, the sun, the moon, the different orbits that they have, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the phrase, kullun fi falak. The phrase, fi falak can be read the same backwards and forwards. I mean the first letter is the same, the last is the same, the second is the same, the second last is the same. What this means is the phrase that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used, to describe the orbits of the the orbits of the the orbits of the planets is in fact a physical manifestation of how an orbit would take place. It's like amazing, you know. If you really think about it, Surah Qamar, with, with, all, of, with all of its, you know, rhyming, with all of the way it, 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 it tells you so many messages, if you look to Surah Qamar, you will find that Surah Qamar, you will find that every every single verse, every single verse ends with a letter R. Amazing eloquence is hidden within the Quran that some of us may never have even thought about. So one is the miraculous nature of the the eloquence of the Qur'an, and there's many, many other examples of this. The second miracle of the Qur'an that we can talk about is is the miracle of prophecy. That the most daring, successful prophecy in human history history can be found within the Qur'an. Quran, That that in the second decade of the the 7th century, the Sassanid Empire was at war with the Byzantine Empire. And during this time, everyone around the world could see that the Persian Empire was completely dominating the Roman Empire. And Edward Gibbons in his book writes that no one at that time could have plausibly thought that the Roman Empire would eventually win this entire battle. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals verses in the Quran. And He says about the Romans, ba'di ra'di that soon they are going to come back and they are going to defeat the Persian Empire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a prediction. On top, on top of this Allah subhanahu wa, Subh'ana wa ta'ala says, "Fi بِضْعِ sinin." Within three to nine years, Allah, sub, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala puts a timestamp on the prediction. This prediction, this prediction can be verified by any anyone anywhere simply looking at historical records. And and despite the fact that it seems something that was something that was completely unlikely, 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 unlikely to happen, history records that this is exactly exactly. Right. If we look at another miracle of the Quran, is just is just simply the wealth of historical knowledge that's there in the Quran. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala discusses عاد ثم sam- Madyan. Allah subhanahu wa taala discusses Ibrahim alayhi salam, Ishaq alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, Dawud alayhi salam, Sulaiman alayhi salam. The story of story of story of Zulqarnain, the story of those who slept in the cave. When secular historians are looking back at this and they they trying to find documents that verify these events, they find these documents scattered around the world, perhaps 60, 80, 100 different books, books of these different stories. Is it even possible for someone in the 7th century in Arabia to have to have had access? Toplayer?"? To books that were found around the world of course it's not nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasam, as we know could not read and write yet the quran has all of these stories and even more that haven't been discovered in other historical documents today if you look at another miracle of the quran and this is one that is it's come up recently it's an amazing miracle of the quran the way the quran interacts with the hebrew language on a bridge on a very, very subtle scale that if imagine, imagine a jew who knows hebrew, knows hebrew living in the arabian peninsula and he hears these verses verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that the mention that the mention that the mention of the of the mercy of your Lord to his slaves his slaves zakariya. What does zakariya mean in Hebrew? The remembrance of your Lord. The mention of your Lord. So it's a beautiful play on words in this verse. Look at another verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Ibrahim alayhim alayhi and Sarah alayhi and salam Sarah, and, and they get glad get glad tidings of his of Ishaq, son. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, Sarah, laughed, she smiled, she smiled, she smiled. ishaq, ishaq, and we gave we gave her glad tidings of her son Ishaq. Ishaq, ishaq in the Hebrew language, which is is it means to laugh. It means to laugh. It, means to, laugh. it means to laugh. So the verse, the verse reads, "She laughed, and we gave a glad, t- glad tidings of a son, 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 whose name means to laugh." Imagine when Abisam didn't know, he didn't know Hebrew. He didn't know Hebrew. It's a subtle play on words. A subtle play on words. After that, after that, Coming, coming after Yak, coming after Yaku ya- by coming by coming after is- <fumúdeC Commonic accent> his Islam is Yaku Yaku Yaku. What is Yak 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 yak